the most important thing is why did I do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I'm really honest with myself, it wasn't for good reasons. It's down to insecurities. And and don't get uh, wrong, there is absolutely nothing wrong with treat, treating yourself. We should be spending our money and enjoying our money, part of it. But a lot of some of the purchases I was making was purely down to some of those insecurities. So Hello and welcome to Woke Finance, the podcast discussing all things finance and all things finance related. It's your boy Peter and I'm with my co-host today, Jax. How are you, my bro? Peter, I'm very well, man. I'm doing good. Uh, it's still summer at the time of recording this episode. Enjoying the heat, uh, enjoying a very interesting time in my life uh, as I, uh, I'm getting married in, in uh, the end of August. So exciting times for me. Um, at the point of recording this episode, I'm not yet married, but likely the, by the time we record the <laughs> next episode, I'll be a, a different man. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, a different man indeed, a different man indeed. Um, wish you all the best, man. Looking forward to the traditional as well. There, but no man, just a massive shout out to you, my bro, and then to all of our listeners um around the world, wherever you are, massive shout out to you today, man. Drax, uh, hopefully, this is uh, gonna be a valuable one for our listeners. But today we're gonna be touching on our top three wealth building habits that we have developed and I guess seen fruit from. Um, we've applied these wealth building habits and hopefully we'll continue to um apply them. Um, since pretty much since we began our personal finance journey a few years ago. So um, how does that sound, Jets? Yeah, it sounds very exciting. I think our, our listeners would gain tons of value. Uh, it's also good for me to rack my brains. Uh, when, we, when we discussed this topic, it was, it was interesting for me to rack my brains between all the different habits I've picked up along the way and which one I would say currently are, let's say, my top three uh, that can actually pass on to others. I think will benefit them. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah, man, let's go for it, man. Our top three in no particular order. Um, and I know um from looking at this list, we've got a mixture of sort of practical ones and maybe um more psychology play, so to speak. Um, but yeah, let's get straight into it. Jack, you want to kick off with your what's your first in no particular order, but what's your first wealth building habit that you have uh, developed over time and will continue to develop? Yeah, I think I think this one, uh, I know you said in no particular order, but it is probably one of the most uh, practical ones that I have implemented uh, over my kind of personal finance journey. So it is definitely up, up, up there. Um, and it's one of paying yourself first. Mm. Um, I think any personal finance book that you read, uh, I think the first time I came across it was in The Richest Man in Babylon, but uh, any any financial uh, book that you read uh, will have this kind of concept in some way, shape or form. And essentially here, what we're talking about is being able to take a proportion of anything that you make and save it and invest it. Um, now, the, the general one would be, let's say, 10%. So 10% of anything that you earn should be for you. It should be uh, paid to you. And I know the concept sounds a bit strange, you know, pay yourself first. What does it mean to pay yourself first? Mm. But essentially what you're doing is you're taking a proportion of your income, a proportion of your income, and you are allocating it to your future self, right? Um, and the, the idea of paying yourself first or why the first thing comes in, why, why do we add the word first with it all, is the fact that we have this um, kind of 
setup where when we get paid, we, you know, we, we, we pay the tax man, which is automatic, right? If you're employed and uh, you have a PAYE setup, for example, you pay your taxes, you pay your bills, you pay all these kind of um, expenses and bills that you have to pay. But the reason why we've added pay yourself first is you want to make yourself just as a high priority as these bills mm. and as these taxes. So the word I tend to use uh, is non-negotiable, mm. non-negotiable, which means a proportion of all the money that you earn, you should take at least 10% and save it or invest it. And that should be non-negotiable. If you see it as almost like a tax, then you would do it and it will benefit you. Love it. I love that last bit seen as a bit of a tax um, and the fact that it will benefit you because taxes we have to pay. So paying yourself first and, you know, um, that's obviously something I exercise and, you know, when you are doing your budget each month, making sure you are allocating um, a decent amount to pay yourself. And some of you said it's paying your future self, essentially. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always use the term your, your, your future self is taxing your current self. Hmm. Uh, and, and your future self is going to be very happy that the current self worked really hard and was able to earn an income <laughs> and, and, and the future self was able to benefit from the income that the younger self uh, was able to earn and I think it's really important pay yourself first is all about uh, making it non-negotiable uh, if you are able to do this and sometimes actually I would say automate it so make hmm. it automatic just the same way as your taxes are automated hmm. Um, then you would definitely benefit. And I know some people may say things like, oh, you know, uh, maybe I can't afford to pay myself first. And the question I put back to them is, if the government was to raise taxes again by 10%, would you say you can't afford it? Mm. Uh, you would have to pay it. You That's would have deep. to pay it. So um, do that to yourself. Benefit yourself, you know. Uh, and if you find yourself in a situation where you have nothing left over after paying yourself first, that should highlight that you also have an income problem. Mm. And that should then uh, push you to, find ways to earn more income and earn more money. Love it. And is there a particular amount that you kind of play around when it comes to paying yourself first? Yeah, I think I think the, the golden standard is 10%. Mm. Um, but I, I would say for those that want to uh, reach a decent kind of retirement uh, or those that want to grow a decent pot, I would push it to, let's say, 15%. Mm. Sometimes, it, to be honest, it's a mathematical formula. It depends on how early you're starting. So if you're starting very young, let's say in your 20s, then 10% is great. And if you continue that 10% over your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, et cetera, it's great. If you're starting a bit later, let's say 30 and above, then I would say try and do half of 30, which is 15%, hmm. half of your age, and use use that as a guideline. Love it, love it, love it. Um, and I thank you very much for that, Jax. And as with any of the things that we mentioned on today's episode, um, it's one of those things where it takes practice over time and really building a habit over time, then it becomes almost secondhand nature. Absolutely. Absolutely. These things are practiced. It, it, then, you know, you practice it, you start it, sometimes you fail it, uh, you go back, you continue the process and over time it actually becomes habitual. Hmm. So yeah, paying yourself first is one of my number one uh, money habits that I've uh, executed and continue to execute and will continue to execute in order to uh, build that financial security, financial peace, and ultimately financially uh, become financially independent and financially free. So, uh, Peter, what is your what is one of your top three uh, money habits that you you have picked up along the way? Yeah, I think for my one, thanks for that, Jazz. I think for my one, 
Um, again, in no particular order. This one I'm going to go with. We obviously are aware of the, the phrase keeping up with the Joneses, which is where, you know, um, we look at others um, and we are almost envious of others. And then we put ourselves in a position where we are trying to copy other people's lifestyle, whether it's people we know around us. Um, more recently, more recent years, whether we see it on social media, um, or who we listen to, who we're influenced by, etc. And I think my habit is, um, I don't know how to, well, not keeping up or forgetting who the Joneses are and just completely ignoring them. I think, um, you know, we, we, we've we mentioned it on the podcast before, and I think it's a famous quote by Dave Ramsey, where so many of us are using money we don't have um, or can't afford, so taking credit or something, to um impress people we don't even know and in if we're honest with ourselves in some cases we're not even big fans of um so for me that's definitely something I would say Jax you know over the last six seven years um I've started I've exercised and it's become secondhand nature and I'll be honest Jax when I was younger um this is definitely something I struggled with I could you know see things on social media or in my circles and be like yo I, I want that um, and what it, it does, it means that instead of doing things like what you said, paying yourself first, you might put a lot of your money to to these material items and these material goods. Um, and, you know, six months down the line, you're like, ah, was it really worth it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and more, more, more times is not worth it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like what and then on top of that, Jax, I'll say the most important thing is why did I do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I'm really honest with myself, it wasn't for good reasons. It's down to insecurities. And and don't get uh, wrong, there is absolutely nothing wrong with treat, treating yourself. We should be spending our money and enjoying our money, part of it. But a lot of some of the purchases I was making was purely down to some of those insecurities. So just to sum up, I guess what I've exercised is, no, I don't, I don't need to live my life to impress others. If I'm driving, I don't know, a particular car, if I wear particular clothes, I'm comfortably fine with that. I mean, I know I'm working on other areas when it comes to wealth building, like investing, saving, but I'm I'm really much fine with that. And I think what's helped with that is just changing my mind um, set, changing the, the words I'm around when I'm around certain people. Are they speaking life into you? Are they putting you down and things like that? Um, so no, that's definitely been a habit that I've developed. And right now, Jax, I'll be honest, like I can comfortably say it rarely affects me. Oh man, I love to hear it. Um, and 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 as you would know, this is something that I, I've also picked up along the way. Um, do you know what I think? I think it's one of the most. It's probably the hardest thing uh, to to achieve uh, when it comes to changing your mindset. Um, when it comes to money, because I think one thing I understood. Well, I mean, I, I it comes with confidence and 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 dealing with those insecurities. I would say, uh, and also dealing with that kind of uh, sense of self and identity. And knowing who you are and what you stand for, I think you have to go through that shift before you realize that actually you, you don't need to keep up with the Joneses or, or to impress anyone, uh, because ultimately you don't, you know, there's no benefit to you, right? The why, you know, you buy things for you, you don't buy things to, let's say, to impress other people. Mm. I think it, it, the truth of the matter is, and I'm sure many of our listeners can can relate to this, is it's very difficult because uh, we are social beings. Uh, we, 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 you know, we belong to communities, we have friendship circles and that kind of stuff. And sometimes um, if you're not careful, uh, you, you know, if you're dealing with a community, you don't feel accepted mm-hmm. um, if you don't fit in or you don't, you don't feel respected 
Uh, if you are not buying what everyone's buying, if you don't have the latest car, you know, if everyone in your circle has the new German car, which actually this is something I, I came across uh, in my mid-20s. Mm. Where everybody had, you know, everyone around me had uh, either a Mercedes or, or a BMW. Mm. Like, how can I be driving a Vauxhall Astra, you know? Mm. And even though at the time I had quite a decent amount of money uh, saved, uh, unless people knew how much I had saved, I felt as if I wasn't respected. Mm. <laughs> right? mm. And you kind of uh, want to show people, no, listen, yeah. I'm on levels, you know. <laughs> no, my, 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 my name was Don Jackson. I used to call me Don Jackson. And, and I'm driving an Astro where all my friends are driving, and, you know. Uh, German cars and, and yeah. so it's difficult I think we have to be honest about how difficult it is mm. and it really comes with that you know uh, mindset shift of actually uh, I don't need anyone to tell me uh, or to to uh, accept me for for who they who they want me to be but mm. actually I am who I want to be and I've, I, I see the bigger picture um, and the bigger picture requires me to uh, save and invest and work on myself and to spend on things that I actually value because yeah. money is a tool and money is a medium of exchange. Mm. Every time you spend money, you should be spending money on things that you value. Mm. And I just, I don't want to ramble on too long. No, 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 I hear that. Yeah, this is something I really talk about with uh, clients when I talk about financial coaching and people struggling with debt. I always say to them, one of the issues, especially those that have high expenditures um, and, and they don't earn enough, so they their expenditures exceed their income and obviously that causes them to go into debt what you find is people spend money on things they do value, but the mm. question is, why do you value it? Mm. And that's the first question you have to ask yourself. Mm. And if you're honest with your answer and you realize that I only value it because of other people's perception, then you have to make a change and you have to be true to yourself and honest with yourself and honor yourself as well. Hmm. That's deep, man. And I'll definitely say, you know, um, something that's helped for me and, I've done this for many other reasons, but one of the things I'm not like on your main social media platform. So um, as much as I said, like it's kind of secondhand nature. Now it's taken a, a you know a journey to get to this um, and may it long continue. I'm also not enticed daily by, you know, adverts and just people on um, all these social media platforms. And that's definitely, I mean, everyone has their own different things that could be helped that they can learn from but for me that's been really helpful for me as well because I can't tell you like what's the latest this and what's the latest that because I don't know what's trending and stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think for especially if you're starting off that is an amazing thing to do uh I, I went through almost like a cleanup so I went through you know literally everyone that I think posts things that are not in line with my value systems and that kind of stuff I, I actually just unfollow uh, because mm. it's that you know your diet is not just food that you eat it's what you take into your system hmm. even subconsciously uh so you know yeah i, I just don't follow saying people and and then and then as you said you know over time you start to train your mind uh, mm. for me uh i am on social media and so when i see certain things i'm not moved by them because mm. but it's taking time because i realize that it's not everything that you see is what it is <laughs> no absolutely yeah it, there's it, yeah yeah and, and there's not all the glitters that's gold and uh, there's another phrase that I saw this week actually. It said, if everybody was to come and to uh, lay down all the problem, their problems uh, in front of everybody, you probably pick up your own problems and go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? it's true. Yeah. So, so <laughs> it, it, yeah, I just say to people, look, uh, you know, tr- it, it takes time, it takes practice, and sometimes you have to do practical things, like Peter just said, in terms of actually following certain things. And even if, if it comes down to the music you listen to, sometimes mm. um, the things you feed your subconscious. 
and and that's where it starts um and then being really true to yourself and seeing a bigger picture so i, I, lo- I love that one yeah um, yeah um yeah and as you said about what you feed yourself because even on social media you can be fuzzling as you you just rightly say you can be following a lot of people that are feeding positive stuff as well so no absolutely bro absolutely yeah. um Jack, what's your second one so so the second one i um, i've picked up on is uh one that it's probably more important for people that are at the more latter stages of their personal finance journey, mm. but it's still very relevant to the beginner stages. And, and that's one of diversifying. Hmm. And when I say diversifying, I mean, diversifying in, in various uh, factors. So I know most people here diversify and they're thinking about diversifying uh, their investments, for example, you know, looking at different asset classes from stocks and shares to bonds to real estate to other alternatives like commodities and stuff like that. And I think that's very, very, very important. I think it's important to diversify when we talk about assets. But when I talk about diversifying, I'm not just talking about assets alone. I'm talking about diversifying various things, Uh, diversifying, for example, your income streams. So you know, yes, it's important to uh, have a, a major source of income or your primary source of income, which is not just a stream, but I call it the the, the river <laughs> or, or, or or the ocean, the one that really brings, um, you know, the, the, the income in. But I think as your income starts to build and you have, you know, you go through that stage of building um, the, the financial foundation, it is important to start thinking about diversification. Um, and, and, I, and I'm a Christian, and I first came across the uh, the concept when reading um, Proverbs um, mm. from King from King Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived and the richest man who ever lived. Uh, the, the, I say that to remind people that there is a correlation between wisdom and riches or, or wealth. Um, but yeah, he talks a lot about diversification. He talks about, you know, in, investing in seven or eight different ventures. And that's not just about, again, it's not just about investing in assets, but it's about diversifying uh, different uh, income streams as well. Uh, and I think the reason why that's important is, is because it's a tool for managing risk. And in the same passage, you know, he he says, you don't know which will do better, whether this or that, uh, or, or what disaster might hit the land. And I think in previous times we have actually seen how this can actually literally play out uh, where people can lose their, their jobs or you know, if we're talking about assets, assets can fall down. But if you have a well-diversified portfolio and you yourself, you have a, a various ways of making an income, you reduce the risk because if one goes wrong, you can still supplement uh, your lifestyle with another source of income. And I think that's one thing that I can definitely, uh, I'm going to be taking uh, forward, especially now that I believe I've, I've built a decent foundation, but mm. as I move kind of into uh, the more aggressive stages of my, what we call my asset accumulation stage uh, in my in my 30s and 40s, especially, I'm definitely going to be thinking about ways to effectively diversify, mm. not just my income, but also my assets. I love that. I love that. I mean, in an ideal world, Jax, like all your different assets that you, you know, you have will be feeding each other yeah and, and that's how diversification works so mm. you know they feed each other but also they balance each other out so mm. you know if we're talking about uh let's say uh let's talk about assets for example bonds and equities generally speaking have a, a, a negative correlation mm. so when equities are doing well bonds may not be doing so well but when equities are volatile and moving down uh, the bond part of your portfolio kind of helps to reduce the volatility generally speaking apart from mm. when we go through periods of crazy inflation 
Um, but you know, that's that's how it all works. But over time, both asset classes go up. So it just allows you to have a smoother journey upwards. Hmm. Um, and that's really important, especially those of us that are, are you know, in, in this kind of journey and we're new to the journey uh, and we're learning how to manage our emotions through the journey as well. We don't always want to go through periods of high volatility where you've worked so hard hmm. to build a portfolio up to a certain amount, for example, and all of a sudden something happens and you see it half, for example, that's very difficult hmm. if you do not come from wealth. And so hmm. it's something that I've learned in recent times uh, and something I'll be implementing over uh, my personal finance journey. No, I love that. I really do. Um, and it's exciting. It, it's almost, you know, when we think of our new goals for next year and for the next five years, et cetera, you're almost <clears throat> always, always working towards something that is going to be beneficial for you, but your generations to come as well. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and, and again, it comes from different things. Like even building businesses is something that, you know, I'm excited about. And interesting, mm. mentioned our, our goals for 2023 is, is probably a time for us to uh, do an episode where we assess uh, how our 2022 goals have been yep. going. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Let's definitely do that now. Thank you for that, Jack Spur. Cool. So, Pio, go on your second. My uh, second one. My second one is. Um, around being a a giver um you know um one time uh maybe a year ago we done an episode on the power of reading and how powerful that is which would be in my top five if we if we was doing five but this one i reckon we should definitely be doing an episode one day jacks on the power of giving mm-hmm. um and just on the whole theme of you know being a cheerful giver and you know uh you reap what you sow i think what i found over the years I'm on my personal finance journey when I've been quite intentional with my giving. So when you spoke at the beginning about paying yourself first, you usually put that in your budget line. I've developed the habit of making sure over many years now, making sure that's on my budget line. So every month I'm thinking about obviously some months, maybe less than some months, maybe others, but what, who, or what have I blessed? Um, it could be a personal friend. It could be, and this is all in addition to um, a, a charity or your church, if you're a Christian, whether you tithe or not, um, or even um, a charity doing work across the world or so. But um, I've just found that the more that I've developed that, and, and genuine, by the way, um, just kind of develop that genuine art of giving and uh, developing that compassion, I find that I've received, you know, blessings for more. And it's never, uh, and it's not, you know, we're not giving so we can get something back, but it just happens to to work like that, if that makes sense. Where well, I, I will never tell you, you know, in, in my personal finance journey, I've severely lacked, if that makes sense. And um, yes, I've been lower than other places, but I've not lacked, even though I have been giving significantly over a long period of time and plan to give until my days are up on this world. Um, so no, that's just been um, a fantastic um, experience for me and definitely something I feel has contributed to just my whole wealth building journey, if I'm being honest. Yeah, well, give and it should come back to you. Good measures, mm. press down, shaking together, running listen, over. Listen, listen. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to preach too much, but you know, I think for, for me, giving was something that, and, and we're talking specifically about giving money, let's say. Yes. It's something that I struggled with um, because coming from a low income background, one of the bad mindsets that you can pick up on is a scarcity and lack mindset. Mm. 
um because you you know if, if you grew up in an environment where there's not a lot of money and there's, there's debt when you actually start making money the first thing you want to do is you want to hold on to that money for dear life right because you feel as if that money is going to disappear one day and you don't want to experience the traumatic experiences that you experience as a young person so some of the listeners might be listening and, and, and thinking gosh man giving is so hard i don't even have enough for myself the truth of the matter is just and, and very similarly to the concept of paying yourself first is the fact that if you make it automated and you and you do it consistently, you'll be able to do it. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. And a lot of the time, if you feel as if you're going to get to a point where you, you know, you're not, you're not saving enough or you don't have enough at the end of the month. Trust me. Trust me. Firstly, naturally, you would then do something about it. But secondly, a lot of these things and, and you know, what finance, we talk about personal finance, but we are also, I'm a Christian, so I have to put this in. Like, things are spiritual mm. <laughs> you know there's a lot of concepts that are not just black and white and, and mm. physical there's a lot of spiritual things going on and giving is one of those things it's, it's principle you find that the, the, the worthiest people are cheerful givers they give mm. a lot mm. and and you know they practice the art of giving um and so i would encourage people to practice the art of giving and as i said you know i i do have empathy because it's, it's not easy it's not easy growing up i can give a lot so when i say i can give a lot i can give a lot of my time mm. uh you know if someone asks me to do that in my favor no matter how much that favor stresses me i would do it hands down even if that favor or that time could cost more than money right mm. but when it came to actually the physical uh movement of money from my bank account or cash to someone else that was a bit more difficult for me of course yeah right and so it becomes it comes with practice it comes with understanding what money actually is and, it, and and then, you know, for, for me, going through that process of not just, uh you know, not giving, but then, well, giving, but then, so, so starting to give wasn't that hard. So I started to give. However, what then uh, had to transpire was moving from just giving to being a cheerful giver. A cheerful giver, man. I that's the part. <laughs> that's the part that many people miss because we can be giving. You know, I, I'm, as I said, I, I go to church. So we were taught things like, you know, you should give 10% and we give yeah, offering. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and so, and so we do it, right? Because we want to be obedient. But so, mm. let's be honest. It's not every time you're giving that you're smiling. Of course, of course. You're <laughs> thinking, yo, I could have spent that on, I don't know, some ribs or something. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so it's the art of becoming a cheerful giver mm. and i think to become a cheerful giver is practiced um and it's and and you know you should you know give to things you really believe in uh but but do it try try it i would say start off with a small amount of money uh, yeah and move from there and and and, and i think that's it Jax. it's not even it's for me it's you know the sacrifice i can make at that time i'm not trying to go bankrupt and that's just not gonna happen um <laughs> um but it's the sacrifice i can make at that time however small i can give you know it's about not it's it's where your heart is at the time um you know there are gonna be times when you generally feel like you just cannot for whatever reason um and it's about us being honest with ourselves on that but then again however small however much you can give it's about being as you said cheerful whilst you're doing that and knowing that you know god willing that this blesses someone or something um going on in your community or somewhere anywhere in the world man um so no i love it man yeah and and, and that's what we say also is is a great thing to uh add it to your budget yes because when it's part of your budget you can account for it that's it and that's really important absolutely absolutely um so now Jess, that was my second one um we're on to your final one what's your final one you're gonna hit us with 
Okay, so so my final one uh, is one of those ones where uh, people might be like, oh, of course you will say that. But look, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have to be true and I have to be honest. It's probably the most important one. Um, and I'm, I'm, can, can I can I split into two? This guy, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing, but I'll, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll say the third one is to never stop learning. Of course, you was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never, never, ever stop learning. Mm. Uh, you have to learn and learn for different things. Uh, learn for knowledge. Uh, learn for wisdom. Learn for understanding. Learn to increase your skill set. Uh, and, and also learn to keep updated because the world is always changing. Hmm. Uh, things are always changing. So again, for me, uh, it's one of those habits that I picked up on and I do it every, well, okay, let's be, let's be honest, not every single day, but I would say uh, 95% of my days is, is spent learning. The truth of the matter is at least for at least half an hour a day, I'm either listening to a podcast, mm. I am watching uh, an educational uh, YouTube video, mm. I'm reading a book or mm. something. It's become a lifestyle. Mm. It's become a lifestyle so much so that every single day, I believe I'm becoming a much more knowledgeable person in mm. different fields. And it doesn't just have to be finance. Now we're talking about finance on this on this episode in what finance because it is what finance, right? Mm. So we're talking about uh, mainly finance stuff. And I'm I'm lucky in a sense that I work in, in finance, so I'm kind of learning that work anyway. But um, I would say be intentional about how much you can dedicate to learning. Uh, and it doesn't have to be half an hour, like I said, it could be 10 minutes. Mm. It could be signing up to the financial times and just checking up to see what's going on. It could be mm. reading a, a finance book. And of course, it could be listening to the Walk Finance podcast, the number mm. one podcast in the world. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 the one that I've picked up on. I never stop learning. Uh, I, I enjoy learning. I'm, I'm enjoying it. And and the, and the, the part that I wanted to add to it that Peter didn't let me, but I'm going to do it anyway, is don't just learn and become knowledgeable but you have to put it into practice mm. you have to put it into practice you have to take massive action and that's mm. that's another way to continue learning because when you put things to practice uh you learn from the actual experience and, and the habits as well sorry i'm gonna preach man actually i'm not sorry ah it's our podcast <laughs> uh-uh. uh, listen <laughs> um Listen, man, we just like the word says, brother, we, we we shouldn't just be hearers of the words, but doers of the words. So same thing with knowledge and education. When we're hearing something and we're developing that knowledge, you know, if if we, you know, conclude that it's appropriate for our lives, we need to apply it, man, not just hearing and applying, but also share like what we try and do on the podcast, man. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and on that, um, I actually figured out a function recently on Spotify okay. that you can actually rate the podcast. Uh, mm. And so for all our listeners listening to the Walk Finance podcast on Spotify, please pause the episode right now and go and rate us five star. Of course, if you do rate us five star, <laughs> that would be definitely helpful to uh, get the messages around as well. Come on, come on. And wherever else you're listening, if it has that function, I know on Apple Podcasts you can do stuff like that. Yeah, please do. Uh, that's really helpful for us as well. And um, but now, Jats, man, I'm I'm just yeah, in full-on agreement. I always say, God willing, I, I live into my 70s, 80s, and even beyond if need be. Um, I, I don't want to stop learning, man. I do not want to stop learning. I feel it adds to our purpose on this earth. Um and the minute for me, the minute um, I, if I did choose to stop learning, however small, um, I feel it, it kind of age, it would age me, man. 
yeah, you, your your brain just starts becoming dead, right? And for real, yeah. You, you want to keep your brain active and and engaged for as long as possible until God says it's time to time to come home. So yeah, absolutely. I think learning is 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 just it's a lifestyle. Let's put it that way. And you know what, bro? And I would have added this, but this is a cheeky one that I'm gonna slip in. I'm not. I'm not actually. Oh, so now this. you no, want to add stuff as well? It's a cheeky <laughs> one because it builds off on this. In order for us to be in a space where we can take up knowledge um, and learn and soak things over time, even as we age, it's extremely imperative. More so than, in my opinion, you know, the job that you do and things like that. It's imperative that we keep on top of our health. Yeah. Um, and I know Jats, I've said it before, but we definitely need to do an episode. Health is wealth. Um, it's so important we look after our, our, our physical health because that also speaks to our mental health and that we try and look after our mental health vice versa so that we can be in a space where we are always, mo- well, not always, but we're motivated to want to learn as well um, and physically able to. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and this is something that I've uh had to learn over the past couple of years especially when it comes to uh, my, my mental health mm. i think i think this is an area where you hear about it all the time oh mental health and it's becoming more popular but you know mm. i'm all right everything's blessed but the truth of the matter is everybody has a mental health mm-hmm. um and the key thing is to try to get that mental health to the healthiest place it can possibly be by being intentional with, with, with what we put in there how we take care of ourselves and that kind of stuff and of course physical health is very important as well again this is one that i i'm not as a I'm not as good as Peter in looking after my physical health. I, I try, say. I try, I try. I have, <laughs> I have my challenges. But it's, it, as Peter said, it's one of those things where, you know, and as, as you know, on what finance we're honest um, and we're not, we're not perfect. So mm. we have our, our great uh, habits and the things that we're yeah. working on. And for me, I'm working on my physical health and, and making that a lifestyle. For real, for real, man. Um, but Jax, before I uh, just touch on my final one, we, we're going to just take a breather there and, just give a shout out um, to an area where we're getting new listeners from. I'm not gonna lie, I, I can't pronounce this properly, but I'm gonna try. Um, or when, when, when can I ever pronounce this? That's what I just said. Um, but this <laughs> this area is called Skern. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So let me spell it to you: S K J E R N. It's a um it's a basically a city in um denmark or a region in denmark okay okay in that case i'll, I'll give you a pass because I, I can't pronounce it either. <laughs> <laughs> well anyway uh <laughs> welcome to the world Podcast podcast you are here with myself Jax, and uh, my co-host uh, peter here on this channel we talk about all things finance and all things finance related uh, i hope you are gaining tons of value uh, and also enjoying our content um, now, in terms of Denmark, um, I am a football fan. I support Manchester United Football Club. I hope <laughs> you're a football fan too. And we have actually just signed uh, a oh Danish footballer in yeah. the name of Eriksson. Eriksson. Um, yeah. Great footballer. He's almost as good as me. So, <laughs> but yeah, I hope you're enjoying our content. Um, make sure you engage. You know, if you have any ideas, anything you want us to talk about, uh, you can get in touch with us uh, through email. That's info at waltfinance.co.uk. And make sure you head over to our website to see what we kind of do in our community. So what finance podcast is talk about all things finance and finance related, but we are also a social enterprise that focuses on providing financial education, mentorship and guidance uh, to the younger generation as well, especially those coming from underserved uh, communities. So do check us out. Our website is www.waltfinance.co.uk. 
Man, come on, a massive shout out to you. And as Jack said, man, keep uh, letting us know what you're enjoying listening to. This is for all of our listeners. Jack's, you're saying even today, so I'll hit you up on Instagram, right, to let you know some of their favorite episodes. No, no, it wasn't Instagram. It was um, in, in real life, in person. Oh, okay. Yeah. What they just yeah. bumped into you. Yeah. So I was uh, outside my office um, yeah. and uh, a young lad, uh, I think he said he was 26 years old. Um, I saw him looking at me and I looked at him. And oh, wow. At me, so you didn't even know him. No, 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 I've never met him before. But I looked at him, he looked at yeah. me, he looked at me, I looked at him, and then he came to me, he goes, are you, are, are you Jax? Uh. <laughs> and then I said, yeah, yeah, that's me, I'm Jax. Uh, and he said, oh my gosh, I've been following you. Uh, so he follows me on Instagram, and yeah. he also is a serial listener of the uh. podcast. Um, and he also mentioned that his favourite episode was actually uh, how much you should have in his emergency fund. Oh, uh, good stuff. It, yeah, yeah. It's a, he says it's a very difficult uh, question for him to answer and yeah was he has about things like three to six months worth of expenses but surely there must be a bit more to it so he really really enjoyed the episode i think he even started <laughs> so, okay yeah. yeah very interesting <laughs> good man what's it can you remember his name by any chance yeah his name was uh danny danny which is massive short for daniel Come on, massive shout out to Danny slash Daniel, man. Really appreciate it, man. <laughs> yeah, great, great guy, great guy. And, you know, uh, as, as we, we normally do, it would be nice to uh, get him on a podcast to share some of his ideas, some of the things he's picked up on as well. Come on, come on. Absolutely, man. Now, a massive shout out to Daniel. A massive shout out to our listeners, man. Please do hit us up on social media and let us know what you want us to cover as well. But, um, Jax, I'm going to finish off with my final thing. And this is building on the pay yourself first one, to be honest. But what I'll definitely say, Jax, for me, <clears throat> what I found really useful is investing every single month, regardless um obviously i'll say in the last you know seven years there's obviously been months where i just haven't done that but it's definitely something <clears throat> where it's a norm and if it didn't happen i would notice if that makes sense yeah. um and when i say this by the way um the reason why i'll say it's been a massive um curve learning curve for me and wealth building habits because even if i'm t- I'm, I'm talking as little as 30 pounds in one month um, I've realized that in a couple of years time, it all adds up and it just yeah. builds and builds and builds the power of compound interest does its work over time. So even if I'm thinking, cause I can't lie, Jax, there's been times when I did do something for me as little as, you know, 30 or 20 pounds. And in my head, I'm like, did I really need to do this? I should not have even bothered, but no, I am grateful for every single yeah. contribution and um, monthly, regardless of my circumstances and that's something I've had to essentially automate I do change that automation every now and then depending on the season I'm in but that's definitely been one of my top wealth building habits to get me to where I am now and to where I'm planning on being in the future oh yeah 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 I mean you know uh paying yourself first is, is a form of saving but you can really direct it towards investing as well um, and yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm exactly the same as you, as you would know, uh, for me, investing is, is non-negotiable. It's, it's not something I'd, you know, sometimes people talk about investing almost as if it's for fun or mm. you, you, you it's do an option. Uh, yeah. Like it's yeah. an option. Like you only do it to get rich and, you know, we don't, we don't, of course we want to be wealthy, but mm. this is not just about getting rich or mm. being a super wealthy person. It's about being financially even secure, mm. right? 
we know the impact of inflation. In, in, I mean, at the, at the time of recording this episode, inflation is off the charts and is predicted to go even further. Mm. Your money has to work hard for you. And one thing you said, Peter, that I absolutely adore is the fact that you invest every single month, regardless of how much it is, because it definitely mm. does add up. Hmm. It really does add up. And we've got to see, you know, one of the things I teach people is sometimes you've got to see money as uh, your employees, right? Hmm. Or your soldiers. I, I, you could do either one. <laughs> you know, I'm a bit more radical, so I like to call them soldiers. <laughs> but you can see them as your employees and you don't want them to be lazy. Mm. you don't want to be lazy just sat there in a, in a bank on, unless they're there for emergency so your emergency fund is your is, is your soldiers that are there for the big time war when it's mm. beef for the straight mm. beef mm. you know what i mean yeah whereas uh you know your other soldiers your, your frontline soldiers they're there to go on and uh, to battle and work for you and to mm. win wars and to build and build and build and build no matter how small it is so i really like that one as small as 20 pounds 30 pounds 50 pounds 100 pounds even 10 pounds if you're just starting if the portfolio so if the platform allows you to do so it's about building the habit first and foremost Mm. um, until you earn more but not just building the habit but actually understanding that mathematically these things really do add up as well Hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but now, Jats, man, that was my final one. This is I know we've got a lot on our list, so I'd, I'm thinking you, you, we need to do like a part two of this as well. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, the thing about these things is you, you think about another habit, it's like, oh, maybe that should have been my top That's three. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, th- I think we will definitely do uh, another episode and we can just keep going with uh, money habits that we've picked up along the way. That's it. There is so many. And if we can talk about uh, some of the money habits that we've definitely, avoided that's helped us that's it man 100 uh, you know, you know uh, that, that that would be good as well so yeah i've really enjoyed it it's, it's been a good reminder um as we say here me, me and peter um you know we don't we don't give financial advice uh, mm. we just share our own uh experiences uh, and of course we try to provide as much knowledge from our uh, experiences and expertise as well uh but remember personal finance is just personal that's exactly where it is. So, you know, you have to take what we say and apply it to your own personal circumstances as well. That is it, man. No, thanks for that, Jax. Love for that. Good to catch up. As you said, you know, great episode, just breaking bread with one another. And hopefully um, our listeners um, feel like they've got, you've got some value from this as well. So keep doing what you're doing, listening, subscribing, commenting, doing that five-star rating. If you're listening to this on a platform, you can do that on. Share, repost, man. You never know who you're touching, and whether it's on your Insta, Snapchat, or your WhatsApp, whatever it is, man, however you use it. So, yeah, and just remember all, stay woke.